Yeah, so the social equity applicants or anyone in the legacy market that's going through that process and trying to figure out whether that's a, a good application for them or not, or where they can enter the cannabis market and space, we're one of the very few minority certified security risk management companies in the cannabis space. It's extremely important for us to be able to have some sort of positive impact with these individuals that have been impacted negatively in the past by marijuana prohibition. Our goal is to really just change that norm. From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on MJ Bulls, we are joined by Mario Rodriguez, the president of Forsetti Protection Group. Mario, welcome to the show. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm really excited. As I said before we jumped on, you are officially the first Buffalo-based guest I've had on Go Bills. <laughs> Go Bills. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate it. Obviously, offline, we were talking about the one degree of separation in Buffalo. It's just kind of how it works. So it's, it's awesome to be linked with you here. Yeah, I'm really excited that you're here. And there's so much excitement about New York right now with passing the rec law. And now yeah. cannabis is going to be legal in, in New York State. Unfortunately, it's still illegal federally, right. which... Which causes a bunch of issues and security is probably one of the bigger ones. I guess maybe to start off with, you guys are involved in so many things from providing security guards to even active shooter training. What are some of the unique challenges that cannabis present from a security standpoint? Geez, it's talked about quite often. Everyone thinks of it from a compliance standpoint. Where do I check the box to get everything I need to for my dispensary or from a manufacturing company? But honestly, it's way bigger than that. There's other components that go into it. And the thing that people often forget and what we talk about with clients and what we're talking about with prospective clients, you have to protect your investment. So the checking the box, every state is different of what the check the box means. And that's great for the compliance component. But what are you doing to protect your assets, protect your investment? And that includes the product, that includes the cash, but even bigger than that, the people. At the end of the day, that's where folks just get lost in translation of, of what that security aspect is. And it's always that budget line item where, well, security is only going to have X amount of money, or this is what going to be my budget for that. But there's a bigger piece to that. What can we do to protect your assets so that your return on investment is actually three or four or five times that to give you that longevity in your business rather than you know losing money? You bring up a, a really interesting point, and, and obviously the immediate concerns are the ones that you're talking about, but there are some intangible aspects of a security breach. Yeah employees can't be scared all the time. They won't be able to do their job. Right, right. Yeah, if you think about it, just recently, even I, I can't remember the exact date here, but you had the situation in California where the dispensaries were hit for over $5 million in the course of a couple of days with robberies. Think about that from the employee standpoint. What does that feel like knowing that you're going into this type of environment? Nobody should have that kind of fear going into any kind of workplace. So what are we doing as business owners and what are we doing as investors and what are we doing as the cannabis community to have that kind of talk and transparency, but then what are we doing to protect them? One of the things that we, we highlight when we talk with people is innovation over intimidation. That's kind of our world that we live in. How can we go and have a, a dispensary or manufacturing company that you have black and brown consumers, not all the time, so don't take it that way, but... There's oftentimes that community that's coming in, and there's a piece of that puzzle that comes along with that. It doesn't have to be a hard target. I read an article where people are talking about the safety, and they're like, I'm just going to have my roll-down screens that come over the doors and windows. Those days are over. 
there's way more ability now to be able to protect your assets, have the aesthetics that are appealing, that are super sexy in your environment, and yet still being able to protect your employees and assets. I saw that in your one of your videos. You got to tell people about this, but you have access to so many cool technologies and the way you're implementing it, the film over the glass to make it bullet resistance. Yeah. How does yeah, that so work? There's a good, better, best scenario when you're talking about glass protection. Good is security film. Think about it as your smartphone. You put okay. that film over the top that's protecting the glass, right, to prevent it from cracking the screen. Similar concept here. And so your ability to put that over the top, it really just delays entry for some of those kinds of things. And then you go to the panels now. And if you have a storefront and you're retrofitting a storefront, we were talking with a client in New Jersey that's coming up here. And they had, I think it was 60 front windows of a storefront that they had to retrofit. The okay. panels come over the top, and that's your better scenario, that the panels actually give you 250 times pound per force resistance on an actual glass break. It actually prevents you from getting through to the glass itself and getting through to, into the interior of the building. And so you're adding layers. What we do is risk mitigation, essentially. So everyone calls it cannabis security and all these other fancy things and however you want to phrase it. But our job is to mitigate risk. And that, those are the good, better, best. And then you have the final one, which is the best one is that's the ballistic level. But you want to protect against nine millimeters, AR, shotguns, whatever the case is, you have that ability. And again, with the aesthetics, you're able to retrofit, build that out. You don't have to have the hard vestibules and hard looking. You can you know, really right. shape it up. But just technology and innovation is just beautiful. And we have to use it to our advantage. It looks just like glass. That's the cool part yeah. about it. People can see in, see out. This kind of dovetails into the one size fits all doesn't work in cannabis. Yeah. Every situation is different. Every organization is different. There are so many nuances to doing it correctly. Let's talk about just Western New York in particular. <laughs> right? right. Yes. I'm assuming that there are some things in Western New York that an outside firm wouldn't understand. Maybe traffic, patterns, weather, all these different things. Do you take all that into account when you're putting together a security plan for a dispensary? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is where I think our specialty lies and a couple other components. One of the things that we have in our private sector are physical security specialists that are what we call SEPTED, but is actually crime prevention through environmental design. These folks are actually using the environments around your location, along with data and research that we put in to talk about what the risks are. And then you go into what we call, again, for risk, the all-hazard approach. What are we looking at for, for plans and operations? Are you planning for contingencies? We just had last week here, and more than anything, but we had six feet of snow that came on in, in a matter of a couple of days, two feet one day, another two and a half feet the next. And then you know the last couple of days, we had another two feet that came. So it's like, are you preparing for these? Think about that from the delivery standpoint. How are your drivers getting in? How are you coming through and and delivering your product to your environment if they're not being able to get through with the plows and everything else that are coming into your environments here? There's a lot of things that come into play. And if you're not having someone on your team that's your trusted partner to give you these advisory solutions to really have a positive impact on your cannabis cultivation center or your dispensary, you're really selling yourself short. And you're not just in Western New York. You're also in Boston? Correct. Yeah, we have a second office location in Boston. In New York, we specifically have three divisions. So we have physical security assets. Those would be your uniform guys on site. And then you go into the consulting aspect and then the training and mitigation component of that. And then the final part is the glass protection, as you mentioned. 
in Boston, we specifically focus on the cannabis consulting and consulting risk mitigation only. That has been our, our focus and core focus there at that office. We don't stray away from that too often. With applications, there's a, a component of the application to give people that, that have been affected by the war on drugs an advantage yeah. or help mitigate some of the unfortunate things that have happened sure. over the years. Your company can help with that as well. Yeah. So the social equity applicants or anyone in the legacy market that's going through that process and trying to figure out whether that's a, a good application for them or not, or where they can enter the cannabis market and space. We're one of the very few minority certified security risk management companies in the cannabis space. It's extremely important for us to be able to have some sort of positive impact with these individuals that have been impacted negatively in the past by marijuana prohibition. Our goal is to really just change that norm, assist them to really get themselves up and running, get them to where they need to be. And it could be a phased approach too. That there's obviously budgets and all these things play a factor into what you're able to do out of the gate. But there's so many opportunities. It's just having the right conversation. And again, just having a trusted partner by your side, believing in you, believing in this industry and what we're able to do and achieve together. And again, looking forward to the future and how we can play a, a positive impact here. So. That's great. We'll have all of Forsetti Protection Group's info in the show notes. And so you can just click the link to learn more about what some of the op, um, opportunities or probably even to speak to somebody on Mario's team. I'm sure they'll be happy to speak with you. Mario, great to have a fellow Buffalonian <laughs> on the show for a change. Nice to have Thank you on you. the show. Thank you. I appreciate it, Dan. I'll have some wings sent over to you really soon. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.